Welcome back to the ECA Belfast podcast, the show that you want to listen to in order to level up, regardless of where you are in the fitness industry, be it a client, a coach, or a gym owner, you're going to get use out of this. Andrew, how are you doing? I'm doing good, mate. Really good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Just before we get stuck in here, I put a wee story up onto your Instagram asking about questions and topics. Uh, I don't know if you did the same. Uh, so we, we actually got a question from one of our listeners, uh, and one lovely Christor. One lovely Christor. So we're, we're going to address that in this episode. But before we do, like we were talking about like leveling up and we're trying to level up with this podcast. Like we want this podcast to go absolutely global. We want to take over the world. So we're going to try and level up. We're going to talk about the equipment we want to get. We want to get a soundboard. Fucking soundboard, soundboard. with so, a Belfast bouncer. And with a, <laughs> you woke <so>, up. <laughs> we press the wee button and it's like, oh. and like you said, the Belfast bouncer. So whenever you say something stupid, I'm just assuming it's going to be you. Uh, you it's say, always me. Always you say me. something stupid and you go, you fuck up, dude. <laughs> so we're going to try and level up. But if you want to level up, we've got a good episode coming your way right now. So. Andrew, you have it in front of you there. What was Christor asking us? So Christor asked, how do you keep your fitness goals challenging as a personal trainer? But I think this applies to everyone. Yeah. Because it's not like when you're a personal trainer, you're suddenly immune. The challenges are superhuman. Yeah. If, if Well, if anything, I found that it becomes more challenging because your job is to look after other people. When you're a client, you're kind of looking after yourself and stuff. Obviously, you've got family and stuff to look after. But in terms of like your fitness, yeah. Um, as a coach, you're <clears throat> very, very invested in making sure that other people are achieving their goals and doing the things that they said that they were going to do, et cetera, et cetera. So that becomes a challenge in itself. But in terms of the the actual challenge or the goal that you're working towards, making that challenging and appropriate to you is kind of universal. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's more, mm, it's probably the motivation side of things r rather than the challenge. Okay. I mean, st stuff's always challenging. Like, you know, I competed in a jiu-jitsu competition there a couple of weeks ago and that was really fucking hard. <laughs> like, that was really challenging. But if anything, it hit me about up the arse to be like, right, show up to training no matter what, like no matter how you're feeling. Um, and I know we've done a couple of competitions in the past, but it it comes outside of motivation. I think it's more just discipline of like, if you want to do well, you have to show up. Mm. You have to turn up the train. Which is kind of what we talked about on the, the last podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, You, you mentioned the M word. Motivation. motivation. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. See it? Darn, we need, we need a soundboard. <laughs> we need a soundboard right now. <laughs> it was like a good, like, do you want M? <laughs> Or like whenever you say the word motivation, you hear the, you know, the tumbleweed sound. It's like the. I, I reckon every time a PT says motivation, you should just hit them a boot up the arse. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's the fucking worst word in the industry. So what? Okay. Let's, let's talk about that quickly before we get into this. Because I want to talk about how you actually set a goal. Okay. And then how yeah. to make it exciting and how to, you know, get there and how to achieve it and stuff. But yeah, like it's, it's the main word that comes around. You're like, I'm so motivated or I just don't have motivation. Mm. T tell us a wee bit about what your take on motivation actually is and why we think that it's a, a pretty crappy term to use. Because you're not like, you're not always motivated. There's different motivators for different things. Like, you know, 
if you're going, oh, I don't want to go to the gym, but the doctor was like, if you don't go to the gym, you're going to die. It's a pretty big motivator and you'll be like, right, I'm going to go to the gym. But if you're like, I just want to get bigger. It's like, ah, oh, fuck, that's not really a great goal. You know, that's not going to get you up off your arse. They actually go to the gym. So for me, it's setting a goal big enough where you're like, I don't want to fuck this up and I don't want to fail at this. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to keep showing up mm-hmm. and go towards more of the D word, discipline, rather than motivation. Because like even today, I wasn't motivated to come in and do this podcast. I'll be honest, but I'm disciplined because I'm like, I actually enjoy doing it. Yeah. And I had just a million other things to do where I was like, fuck, podcast is the last thing I want to do today. Because obviously we've got the students in and stuff at the minute and we're still trying to figure that course out. But like I'm disciplined because I'm like, right, I know that there's people who actually listen to this, who get value from it. I enjoy doing it. So I'm going to show up and do it anyway, whether I want to talk down a mic or not. But I think, yeah, you have to find something big enough for yourself to go, right, motivation can away off mm-hmm. i'm just going to keep showing up until yeah. i do well at the thing that i'm doing I, i'm going to paint a wee bit of a picture um i'm a very visual type learner mm. and even whenever i'm reading something or maybe listening to an audiobook i i like to be able to kind of picture it in my mind for me motivation is the starting pistol of a race yeah so there's the big yeah. crack sound again damn soundboard would have been perfect for this I have but, a gun in the car if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. So, so the starting pistol goes off. Everybody around you claps because it's the start of the race and you set off and you're ready to rock. And usually what happens, unless you're really, really good at it, is you start off way too fast. Yeah. And and then halfway through, you're like, this sucks. You start to slow down. Mm-hmm. You start wondering, why am I even doing this? Blah, 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 blah. But like you said, discipline is what gets you through the race. Discipline is what gets you to the finish line. Motivation is the starting pistol that gets you going. Yeah. Maybe, but it's definitely not the thing that you want to rely on to get you from A to B. Yeah. Motivational. Motivation, as you said, will start you and it'll probably be good for about two weeks. And then that very quickly fizzles out and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. And I was actually having that conversation with some of the students where a couple of them were like, what am I doing here? Like, they just freaked out because obviously the information's so heavy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're, you're doing it because you, you enjoy the aspect of, this aspect of the fitness industry is in helping people. So now, now that you were motivated, you get on the phone to me and, you know, we got you enrolled on the course and you turned up, motivation's gone. You just have to now be disciplined enough to actually just get out there and start. See it through. Because I was like, there's days where I I was honest, there was days, you know, even after five years where I'm going, fuck this, I'm going back to an office job or whatever, because it's just so heavy. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you'll take an outside look at why you're doing it. And you'll go, Do you know what, I'm just going to keep showing up and doing it. Yeah. So yeah, motivation can fuck away off. So there's goal setting mm. I would like to talk about because, again, like we said, regardless if you're a PT or just a, a client who's coming in on the regular, um, the these points are important to address. Yeah. Um, you had already mentioned about someone who says, I just want to get bigger. So that'll come into it as well about um we, we go through this thing called smart goal setting. Yeah. So each letter in the word smart relates to an aspect of setting a goal mm-hmm. that you need to consider. Um so the first one again is S, and the S stands for specific. So like you had said, someone coming into the gym says, just get bigger. That's not specific. Mm -hmm. So 
things that you want to be considering are I want to improve the size of my chest. So it's yep. specific to a certain part of your body. Yeah. Or you're thinking, if I want to get stronger, I want to deadlift 100 kilos or 150 kilos or whatever. That's that's specific because you're specifically working on the strength element of your deadlift. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you would like to add to that and why being specific is important? Um, specific's important because then, and it'll come into the next one, you can track it. You know, you know how you're making progress. Because as I said, if... Like I always, I always use this thing with with the students, you know, because we go through the smart goals. It's part of it's part of their portfolios, and you know, when people say I want to lose weight, I would like take a laxative, go into the toilet, and come back out, and you'll have lost weight. You know, it's not it's not a specific goal, is it? You know, body fat you want to lose, is muscle tissue you want to put on, is it a competition you want to win? Do you want to run a certain time in a marathon? Is, like, is it a certain amount of pull-ups you want to do? As you said, is it a certain number on a bar for a deadlift? Mm -hmm. Like, it has to, I always say it has to have, like, a number behind it. Mm -hmm. Because I know you'll hear PTs and people saying, oh, numbers don't matter, and all this fucking thing about numbers being bad for people. But as human beings, it's how we track and measure progress. It's yeah. how we quantify things is through numbers. Mm -hmm. And most people like to see either numbers going up or numbers coming down, depending on what the goal is, obviously. But mm -hmm. you have to quantify it for yourself so that you can actually go, right, I'm making progress on this thing, or it's not working. What do I need to change yeah. as well? So that, that leads on to the <coughs> end. These are all obviously very closely connected because it is, you know, we're talking about a goal, all these elements, you know, focus in to something that we're trying to achieve. So they will kind of overlap in some some yeah. sense. So you were just talking there about numbers going up, numbers coming down, depending on the goal, that's measurable, mm -hmm. which is the M in SMART. Um, and that, you know, that that's the evidence. You know, like the goal is I want to deadlift 100 kilos. Well, the measurable factor there is, did you deadlift 100 kilos? 100 yeah. kilos being the measurable thing. I want to drop 12 pounds. Yeah. How many pounds did you drop or how many pounds have you dropped? You know, mm. that's that's the measurable aspect of it. And then swiftly going through, I don't want to spend too much time on this. Yeah. Um, the attainable side of it. So yeah, let's say one. someone comes into the gym for the very first time, never lifted a weight before, and they go, I want to deadlift 200 kilos by the, you know, in, in six months time. And you're like, well, how realistic is that? You know, how, mm. how attainable or achievable I suppose the A in SMART could be achievable yeah. or attainable. Um, you need to be a bit realistic with what the goals are. Yeah. However, there is an element of pushing the boundaries that, you know, I, I said to the guys in the gym floor as well, and I say it as a bit of a joke sometimes, aim for the stars, because even if you miss, you'll land on top of a mountain. <laughs> You know, it's a, I take the piss out of one yeah. of those, you know, motivational <laughs> quotes. quotes. It's usually, you know, it's a quote written over the top of a, a night sky or uh, something like somebody's that. Somebody's fucking toilet. Yeah. But there's there's an element to that that I kind of believe in. You know, like if you if you set the bar low, you'll achieve it. You know, how, how much of a challenge is that? You know, how much yeah. better are you actually aiming to be? Yeah. And like I said, if you if you aim high and even if you miss it, you're still much further on than you would have been if you had to set the bar low. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, do you want to say anything about the attainability factor? I, mean, I, think, I think you hit the nail on the head there. It is just looking at it and being honest. Like if you're a coach talking to a client about it, don't be afraid to be honest with them too. Um, and if, you know, if you're a coach who is setting a goal for yourself, 
first off, I would say go and hire a coach for that, but that's for another episode. Mm. Um, but again, just like ask yourself, is it realistic? Like, you know, uh, like is it attainable in the time frame that you want to do it in? Like as you said, like you know, deadlift. If you're new to training, deadlifting two hundred kilo in six months, it's not going to happen. Mm. Like you just have to be brutally honest. It's the same with you know somebody having like abs. If if they're like twenty stone and they want to have abs in six weeks, it's yeah. like listen, it's not attainable. Yeah. You can eventually get it, but you have to, you have to like really look into the future. You know, you have to put a re- realistic time frame on it. Yeah. Um. The next one then is the R, which is relevance. Mm. I really, really love this one. For me, relevance is the reason why you're doing something or why the goal is important to you. Yeah. Or for me, this is so important. Not only just <clears throat> like everything so far has been like, when are we going to do this? How much are we going to do? How much are we going to lose? What blah, 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 all the information. But this is the deep, deep work, I think. Yeah. This is the, why am I bothering my ass to do this thing? What, what is going to keep me going mm. whenever I don't want to do it anymore? In the middle of that race, after the gun has been fired and we're already halfway through the marathon, what's going to keep me going to make it to the finish line? Um, it it should it it should align with like the values that you hold for yourself. Yeah. Um, the the goals that you want to achieve are obviously to try and make yourself better at something. Yep. Because no one sets a goal to get worse at something. Yeah. <laughs> so you're trying you're you're trying That's to align true. your values yeah. with what you see yourself achieving down mm. the line. And like I said, when things get really, really difficult, we've got an example from one of the clients in the gym floor here, Fiona. I asked her a couple of questions about a challenge that she's recently done. Yeah. And one of the questions was, you know, well, was it exciting? <laughs> what what kept you going whenever it sucked? Because it did suck. And that's why I think being really clear on that R of relevant and it's 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 the thing that pushes you. Yeah. It's numbers aren't exciting for me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The the reason why I'm doing something is more important, I think, than just a hundred kilo deadlift. Because like I said, even if you don't lift a hundred kilos, you know the reason why you're you're trying to. Yeah, that should be exciting for you. It's the outcome, mm-hmm. the feeling of the outcome. Something you always talk about in sales, but you know, you're selling the outcome there and the relevance is how you're going to feel when you achieve that thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's a massive one for me. But yeah, as you say, like, you know, it's the thing that's going to keep you disciplined. Like for you, when you, when you started your fitness journey, which you spoke about the first podcast, mm-hmm. like your relevance was fucking huge. Yeah. So that obviously was going to be something where you were like, fuck it. No, I'm going to keep going because it was bigger than you. It wasn't just about you. It was about the wee man. It was about the life that you two are going to have. Yeah. That's a really, really big, if you want to say a motivator, mm-hmm. to get your ass up off the sofa and actually start doing something. Yeah. Whereas if you're like, eh, just doing it because, you know, it'd be cool. You're like, listen, is that really enough? Yeah. Well, you know what we'll maybe even go on to is the, 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 the questioning why multiple times. Mm-hmm. So, the, I mean, the last one on Smart is timed. I always I mean, have one really boring. I just have a deadline. 
Hmm? I always end up crying when we do that. I know, but it's, it's really useful. It, sh- it shows you how important it yeah. is, though. Yeah, it Do you know is. what I mean? It shows yeah. you why that R in the smart is so important. The last one, like I said, there is timed. It's just have a fucking deadline. Tell me when you're going to do this I, by. Yeah. Because if you give yourself for the rest of your life to achieve a goal, you have the rest of your life to fuck about until you decide, okay, let's let's yeah. actually do this. So pick a time that you're, you're aiming to deadlift the 100 kilos by. Is that attainable in that time? Again, you're going to be talking with your coach or whoever is keeping you accountable to that mm. to find yeah. out if it's attainable. Um, if it's achievable, you know, is it specific? Are we measuring it as we go along? And are we likely to achieve that by a certain time? Those are all the informations. Those are all the data, numbers going up, numbers coming down, stuff. And then the reason why. So someone comes in and says, I want to lose some weight. Your your first reaction could be okay, cool. Let's uh, let's get you on the skills, or let's get talking about your goals and stuff. But you go okay. I want I want to come in. And I want to lose weight. Well, why? Why do you want to lose some weight? Mm. Um, you know, just not comfortable in my clothes. And you go, okay, so why why is it important for you that um you you feel comfortable in your clothes? You know, sometimes I go out and um I just I, I feel like I can't go up and talk to a girl, or I feel like you know, out of my friends group, I I just don't, you know, you know, everyone has this kind of expectation of how they look or yeah. whatever. It's like, I know for me, I was always aware of the friends that I went out with and I'm like, am I, I'm the big one in the group. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I wish I kind of looked a bit more like the friends that I was hanging about with. Okay. Well, why is that important to you? Because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to, to have a partner and now suddenly you've went from, I want to lose some weight to I I want to change my life because I want to settle down and have a partner and I want to attract mm. somebody who I can then be in a relationship with. Yeah. And that's so much more deeper. And that's that's why I think the um the reason why the R in the smart goal setting is so important because you've gone from someone who's just told you that they want to lose weight to finding out this person wants to build the rest of their life. Yeah. hundred percent of it. That's that's probably the biggest thing to look at when you are setting a goal for yourself is is why you want to do it. But looking deeper into the why you want to do it, yeah. You know, even going back to Christos' question, like how do you make it challenging? It's probably not how to make it challenging. It's how to make it that you want to actually do it. Mm. You know, a big enough goal that it, it probably scares you a wee bit, but you're like, fuck, if I do this, it's gonna be awesome. Mm. And then why you want to do it? If it is a competition, why do you want to do the competition? Why do you want to do well at the competition? If it's fucking run on a marathon or whatever. Why do you want to run a marathon? Why do you want to do well run the marathon? Mm. And then as you say, just keep asking why. Ask why seven times. Guarantee you'll cry though. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking cert. <laughs> 100%. You, you do learn a bit about yourself whenever you do that exercise. Massively. And, and Christo is probably coming from a place of, you know, he's trained for a while. He... Uh, he's trained for a while. He's maybe looking for something difficult mm. because he feels like because he, he's a coach and stuff as well that um, he has the experience, he has the knowledge. He's looking for something a bit spectacular. You could look for something completely brand new. Yes, do you know what I mean? So that's another yeah. way of challenging yourself instead of the realm. Like there's a good saying where if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. You're in the wrong yeah. room. 
get yourself into a different room. That's another option or an avenue that you could go down because he trains BJJ with you guys and stuff as well, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, He's jiu-jitsu. on the gym floor training and stuff, you know, doing those things for quite a while. Is that exciting? Is that exciting enough for you? Anything that you put your hand to, is it going to be attainable too soon? So mm. that attainable and, you know, the deadline that you put on it, you know, if, you know, for me, if I, if I said I want to do a muscle up, I, I know that that's not my realm of expertise in calisthenics training. Also, there's a lot of me that I need to try and get up over the top of the bar. Yeah. So there's an element <laughs> yeah. of having to drop some body weight and stuff and also learning the skills. So there's, there's a lot of elements there that, you know, for me, that would take a long time to learn yeah. for someone just because we know Christor. Skills that are needed to be learned there yes is it attainable soon i would say if you knuckled down on it you know it would be pretty yeah. short term before a, a short while before he would achieve that goal so is it really that exciting mm. whenever you weigh up the amount of work that you actually have to put in to achieve that goal maybe not maybe you need to change your room yeah definitely because i know he wants to compete in jiu-jitsu and there's a lot of competition so he's no excuse there mm-hmm. and i know he'd not make me saying this Definitely with jiu-jitsu anyway, what I learned from competing, you fucking have to show up and train no matter how you're feeling. Because when you step on the mat, you will literally get the, like, you will just be wiped. Mm. Like, they'll wipe the floor with you because yeah. guys will be training hard for it. And it's a different intensity. So if you're, if training isn't challenging you enough, as you say, like either try something new or enter a competition in whatever you're training in. Because that automatically just ups the intensity for you. Yeah. Because if you want to do well or remotely well, you have to train hard. Like it's the same with any like CrossFit competitions you've done. Like we've done a tac- tactical strength challenge as well. Like that's a completely different intensity. Um, you know, any other sort of competitions that we've done, like even internally, mm-hmm. the intensity just changes because people are inherently competitive. Yeah. And we were talking about this yesterday, me and a couple of the students. And it was one of the guys that said he got into like a lot of Edo Portal stuff. You know, it was just dead movement. Yeah. The kind of, if anyone doesn't know who Edo Portal is, like look him up. Class stuff, but it's a wee bit Conor unethical. McGregor got really into yeah, that he got massively into yeah. that stuff. It's you know all that sort of primal movement and flow kind of stuff, which is cool because you know, like I highly rate it. Um, and one of the students asked, like, how do you get into that stuff, like movement and kind of the stuff I would be interested in? And I kind of said to him, when you've been doing the same thing for however many years, I think it was like 10 years with me, you're coming in, you're doing squat bench deadlift, you're doing curls, you're doing lap pull down, you're doing rows, you've gotten big, you've gotten small, like you've kind of rinsed and repeated, like that's why I hate the thing bulking and cutting Mm -hmm. as well, because I've done a bulk and cut, I think every year for fucking 10 years. You kind of start to look for new challenges, as you say, whether it is calisthenics, whether it's some movement-based stuff, whether it's more mobility, you know, whatever it is. And that's why you find that a lot of guys who are way into their career in fitness or way into their fitness journey suddenly start doing crazy things because they're like, I've done squat bench and deadlift for the last 10, 15, 20 years. And I want to just do something completely different. Yeah. You you, you want to become the student again. You want to become, yeah. um, you, you're again, changing your room. You want to feel like the client. Yeah. Whenever you first started. Cause it's like, like we're we're putting this out to clients we're putting it out to coaches we're putting out the gym owners but no one became a coach or a gym owner i would have thought without being a client to begin with 
hundred percent. I wouldn't yeah. have fallen in love with it and wanted to help people without being a client first. So there's always that kind of yearning for yeah. learning and developing and stuff. And that's that's basically all it is. Yeah. Deep mm. deep down, people need a purpose. Like inherently people need a purpose, no matter what you're doing. And I think even in training, you need a purpose. And as you say, if you're doing the same shit, you get bored. You've no more purpose to show up to the gym because you're like, I've, not that you've completed it, but like you've completed yeah. it. You know, you it's, know how to squat, you know how to bench, you know how to deadlift. You can do a pull up, you can do a dip, you can do all the basic shit. You've done millions of curls. So it's like, what is your purpose? Like as corny as that sounds, but is your purpose then to be the client and learn a new skill? Whether it's jujitsu, whether it's calisthenics, whether it's CrossFit, whether it's ollie lifting, like if that's your new purpose, you'll be like fucking right. I'm excited. You don't need motivation because you're like, I cannot wait to learn this new new thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got an example. Yes, we want to give. Yeah, just to give a, a paint a wee bit of a picture of a journey, starting a goal, during a goal, and how um it feels whenever you complete a goal. Because mm. one of our clients, Fiona. I mentioned earlier has just finished uh, a challenge that she had placed on herself. Yeah, wasn't this anything isn't to their do first with the one either. She's done a couple of these. Yeah, she's done quite a few of them. Yeah, um, which which says it's a lot. Which in is it, crazy in, in itself <laughs> yeah. because they are they are mad. You know yeah. what I mean? I'll, I'll explain what it is in a second, but it is mad. But it just shows you, like Fiona's been training with us for years and years. Okay, mm. and she's finding the use of challenge. And finding mm. the use of goal setting to keep her training exciting. Yeah. And to get something different from it each time. Mm -hmm. So her goal was to ski 259 kilometers on the ski erg. Doesn't that in itself make you want to throw up? Right. That is so many kilometers. <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind is again, that's a long, long way. Yeah. Okay. Second thing is like, how long is that going to take me? How long is that going to take to do? Whenever you think about that, you're like, fuck, you know, 5K every day. That's not even fucking, you know, that's, that's ridiculous amount. Yeah. So she, she, she finished it in five months, five and a half months. Sorry. That's right. Yeah. When's the last time you committed to a goal for five and a half months? <laughs> no. <laughs> do you know how bad it got? I think with that. I think every morning me and you were coming in and she was on the back ski erg in the gym. It was like, all right, morning Fiona. Yeah. Like it, it wasn't even, it was just like, have you, oh. ever, have you been home? It's like, <laughs> yeah, we, we here overnight. It yeah. was just like, oh, hey Fiona. And it was like real comical. Like, <laughs> but, but to try and help her with that challenge, we figured out ways of adding the ski erg yeah. into, so it's like, yeah. okay, well, in your rest period, just get on the ski erg and go really, really slow. Cause at least you'll get like a hundred meters or something yeah. that will add to it. Or whenever she was doing, you know, like an AMRAP or something like that, we're like, get on the ski erg and use that. Um, I've asked her a couple of questions. So, you know, what was the goal? That was the 259 kilometers. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't, the, the, the whole thing was, it was the, the Great Wall of China. She was yeah. like, I didn't do the whole thing. I'm not that stupid. <laughs> so she understood how, how big of an ask and a feat that it was going to be. Yeah. Um, and where did the idea come from? Because I think that's an important thing as well. You know, it's kind of like the first why. Well, why do you want to do it? Why do you want to ski the length of the Great Wall of China? Yeah, yeah. And that's, the, you know, well, why do you want to lose weight? Or why do you want to get a bigger deadlift? What, what What's going on? And it was um, during the first lockdown. Uh, she was going to the gym for around about a year. And she signed up to 
what was that to say? Hold on, let me take a brief pause. Steve will try to figure out his own handwriting here. <laughs> yeah, don't add it. That's, gonna make, that's not going to make You know what? We need a soundboard. It's because... <laughs> Two hours later. <laughs> Two hours later. Anyway, uh, so... The, the next question is... What excited you? Was it exciting at the beginning? Okay. And obviously the answer was yes. Yeah. Otherwise she wouldn't have went for it. It was challenging and it was going to be something different and it was exciting for her. And then I asked, how did it feel like during? By the way, for anyone who doesn't know Fiona, she is very to the point. Yeah. Lovely, like unbelievably great person. But when you're asking her these questions, it'll be like, Tell was it good? Like it no. <laughs> did you get it done? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I said, how did it feel during yeah, the, yeah. during the challenge and stuff? And she mentions about getting more efficient at the ski erg, which obviously you're going to because yeah. you're doing 259 kilometers of it. So if you're not getting efficient, there's something up. Um, <laughs> but we could see during that challenge that it was just showing up for her, like mm. the excitement that was maybe there at the start of a challenge and doing something different was dissipating. It was yeah. going away. And I was like, I just need to do 3K or I just need to do 5K or I need to hit my numbers or I need to do mm. this, that and the other. Because the last question that I asked her is, how do you feel now that it's over? And the very first thing that she says is relieved. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Relieved yeah. that it's over. I, I think most people, whenever they think about a goal, and what it's going to be like at the end of achieving that goal. Think about words like triumph or success or elated or something yeah. like that. But but here Fiona says, I'm relieved that it's over. I'm relieved that it's done because it was exciting at the beginning. But when I got balls deep into it, it was rough. It was, she mentions about her body aching and stuff. Obviously, she didn't know that the ski erg was going to have such a big toll on her body and doing it every single yeah. day for five and a half months, naturally, that's going to have an effect on your body. You're going to be achy and sore and stuff. So it was relief. She feels sore. She's glad that she didn't. She's going to do another one. She's already told us what her next challenge is going to be. Yeah. So she's got another thing lined up. She knows that it, that's going to be tough as well. But I think that that word relieved is if people understood that more about goals instead of going because I'm going to feel amazing at the end of it. All right. You might, yeah. you might feel amazing. You might feel proud. You, yeah. I you, think proud's a good one. Cause trust me, you're not going to feel amazing. Mm. <laughs> you're going to feel fucking sore. Yeah. You'll be sore. And yeah. the, the grit that you put in and stuff, it's worthwhile doing, obviously. Otherwise, Fiona wouldn't have another challenge lined up for afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So understand, I think that's a nice picture. I wanted to, to put out there because what was the goal? It was exciting to begin with, hundred mm -hmm. percent. During it, I got a wee bit sickening, but I still showed up and I still did it. Which is that determination, which is that discipline, rather than motivation. The motivation was when it was exciting for her. Yeah. The discipline was showing up and just getting the meters and just getting the the work done. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the end of it, seeing it through, seeing it through, and lining something else up. I think what happens with goal setting is you you may have gotten yourself into a point where you've set a goal for yourself, you've achieved the goal, now what? 
Yeah, it's having, and I, I know people will be like, oh, you're just going from one thing to the next, but it's having, you say, having the next one lined up probably a couple of weeks before you finish the first one. And it doesn't mean you need to go straight into it, but at least you know what your next thing is. Because it's kind of like when we talk about dating, people who died for ages, they don't, they never have an exit plan. Mm. And then it all just goes tits up and they go back to square one. Yep. Whereas when you've got the plan for coming out of the debt, like everything is fine. When you've got the plan for coming out of a challenge and into the next thing, then it's like, all right, okay, I've, I've got it nailed down. I'm, I'm okay then. Mm. You don't have to go and look for motivation to rock up to the gym. Because if you've done something for five and a half months, you're going to be bored. You're going to be like, fuck, I just want to take a break here. And then, sorry, right, like take a week or two break and then go right and back into the next thing. Yeah. And then the other thing there too is make it mental. Like Fiona's, like that amount of kilometers. Yeah. Like that's people would, people were going like, what, what's wrong? Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. But she knew how long it was going to take her. And that was then showing up for the five and a half months. She didn't have to think about anything else. Yeah. I, I'll challenge anyone listening to this to do like a five or a 10k on a roar or not on a roar on a ski erg yeah just to see how that feels yeah and she she was doing that for five months yeah it's shit mm. unbelievable thing to do fair play i got i got bored of it and i wasn't even doing yeah. it i can't understand how <laughs> i can't understand how she felt during it you know what i mean like that yeah. that rating probably doesn't even do it justice yeah but fair play to her for doing it and yeah. fair play for picking the next thing that's just going to move on to um, because it'll be the exact same and understand yeah. that just because it's a new shiny thing and a new shiny goal I think that's one of the things that people kind of fall out of love with when they're excited about it and then it's not as exciting anymore yeah. they go well this is boring me now maybe I'll just change the goal or maybe I'll just stop doing mm. this and that you're like no you just just see it through get to the finish line and then at the end, you go, was it what you wanted to do in the end? Nah, I'll go and do something different. That's also yeah. cool. That's yeah, also that's dead fine. It's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, maybe after a couple of weeks, not going fucking bored, I want to change. Like commit to it for the likes of five, six, seven months. Mm-hmm. And then when you've done, done a lot of it, then you maybe have the authority there to go, this is shit, I'm going to change it. Yeah, this isn't for me. This isn't oh, for me. I actually me. want to go down this avenue instead. Exactly. Exactly. It's, you know, I see it all the time. People learn kettlebells or whatever it is, or learn how to do a kettlebell snatch. And like one weekend at our kettlebell course, they're like, oh, this is shit. I like to learn how to do the snatch first and then tell me if it's shit. Yeah. Learn how to do it efficiently, which is going to take at least a year. And then you can, you can come back to me and go, do you know what? I don't like using kettlebells. Yeah. Or Olympic lifting, which is something you committed high long about to learn Yeah, about a year. About a year before you got anywhere near 100 kilo over your head. Oh Jesus! I still haven't had a hundred kilo over my head from yeah. the yeah. And I like I watched you every weekend for how long? I know the amount of times I've literally fell on my ass yeah. trying to do it. But you showed up because you were like, I really want to learn how to do a fucking barbell snatch because mm-hmm. you knew how much value it would bring them to the gym, mm-hmm. how much value it would bring to you as a coach, yeah, and the course and everything else. So you were like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to commit to it. Mm. And then after a year of you doing it, you were like, you know what, it's actually good crack. Yeah, like it's shit, but it's good crack. Yeah, I, lo- I, I love it. it. I love the challenge of it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if I was coming in doing the same old stuff that I'd been doing for ages, it probably would have bored me too and I would have stopped. Yeah, like curls. You hate curls. Oh, I used to love Blasphemy, them. I know. What do you see the messages we're going to get now? I used to love bicep <laughs> curls. Anyone that says bicep curls are the best exercise, come at me, bro. <laughs> I will take you on because they're, they're crap. They're shit. 
they bore the life out of me. Aye, they are boring though. So, in summary, let's wrap this thing up. Yeah. Make it specific. Go internal. Ask yourself loads of times why it's important to you because that's the thing that's going to carry you. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be attainable? Mm. Don't think to yourself if you're, you know, massively overweight that you're going to get a six pack within three months. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Be truthful with yourself in those respects. Measure it. Are you tracking the weights that you're lifting? Are you tracking the food that you're eating? Are you tracking your workouts? Blah, 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 blah. Measure it and adjust as you go. Mm-hmm. Put a deadline on it. I think those are one yeah. of the main things. Okay. Um, Before we go, we'll open the floor for questions. Same as we did on our Instagram. If there's any questions out there or any topics that you would like us to address, yes. any questions you would like us to answer, please get in touch with us because yep. we are more than happy to talk about it. Like, Christor, thank you very much for your question. Yep. Otherwise, we wouldn't have had this episode. Shout out to Christor. Shout out to Christor. Shout out to Fiona for yep. helping Shout out to Fiona. with that bit of, bit of interview. Um, so, yeah, if you want to send us a question, if you want to send us a topic, Get us on Instagram. My handle is at coach.stevo. My handle is at coach double underscore Andre. We would be so happy to hear from you. Um, If you like what we're doing here, if you're enjoying the episodes, you're getting any value from it, or you know somebody who would get value from it, please do us a favor and share it with a friend. Um, Because our job here is to give value, to help people. And that comes through majority of the time, word of mouth. So if you can pass it on to somebody, please do so. Yeah. And we can get a soundboard then. Yeah. And someone will see it and sponsor us and get us a soundboard so we can have a you fuck up Got <laughs> <laughs> it there, bud. Yeah, that's us. Take it easy, guys. Keep moving forward. Speak soon. We should get an that's us now button. <laughs> the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs>